In just 10 seconds, how many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your hair. How about businesses on Shopify? When I first thought of starting my own business, I was so overwhelmed about having no idea how to start. But Shopify made it so easy and now I have my own online store of feminine clothing and lingerie. Shopify is the global commerce platform that gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. You know, hair so iconic it needs no introduction. Jen's just a girl, just like us, and faces the same struggles we all do, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. My favorite in-shower product is the Intensive Repair Treatment because I'm so overdue for a trim and it's been so good for reducing breakage on my dead ends. The products are naturally derived, plant-based, and without silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, they're cruelty-free and vegan too. So unlock Jennifer Aniston-approved hair at lolavie.com. As our loyal listeners, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your entire order when you use code FORTHEGIRLS at checkout. That's 15% off of your order at L-O-L-A-V-I-E dot com with promo code for the girls. Please note that you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today's episode is for the girls who are unmarried or still single by their late 20s, 30s, honestly, any age. This episode is all about the fear of being undateable and the fear of being alone. So let's unpack this because we have a lot to talk about. Let's get one thing out of the way first. When you feel undateable because you may have faced rejection or you're consistently facing rejection or consistently getting ghosted or a guy just doesn't move forward with you and progress with you a guy can't commit to you you need to ask yourself a big question do you even really truly like them or are you just worried about whether or not they like you Because what happens a lot is that we become obsessed with the idea of just having a partner, of just wanting to be married. We all want to be married. We all want to have kids. We all want these things. But what's happening is that we want to be wanted and we want to be valued. So much so that we haven't even fully decided if we want that person that much or if we even value that person at all 
We need to raise our standards higher, ladies. Let's get them up there. Let's raise those standards higher. Why do you think I'm always talking about my high standards? And anytime I ever get into the topic of dating, when I say high standards, I'm not necessarily talking about finances and material things. I'm saying we got to dig beneath the surface, okay? We have to decide all the things that we want in a partner and in a relationship and just in our lives in general. Think about when you make these lists of things that you want with someone and maybe you're thinking like, all right, I want someone who wants a family and I want someone who wants to travel and I want someone who's into fitness and all that. But don't you want part of your life's desires to be filled with things like reciprocation? Because when you want a certain thing that from a person maybe doesn't want you back, now your life's list is including things like insecurity, confusion, self-doubt. No, fuck all those things. So we need to dig deeper. So let's dig beneath the surface and decide everything that we want. So like I said, reciprocation, that's included. That's a big one. Everything that I give, I want to receive back I want a lot because I like to give a lot I want more so I could give more also pure compatibility I'm talking across the board compatibility with your mindset with your outlook on life with your morals your beliefs your values maybe religion maybe politics is important for some of you I know all of that is very important to me compatibility sexually just all different ways. I think compatibility across the board is extremely important. I never understood when people can make it work with someone that they have super like polar opposite opinions on like pretty important morals and values. That's always been very bizarre to me and I think it causes a lot of resentment in a relationship and unnecessary arguments that and when when I say unnecessary I mean that it's preventable you could have picked a partner that you agree with on very important matters um also on our list of things that we want in a relationship with the partner is just 100% certainty toward each other and for each other I am 100% certain that I want to be with you and you are 100% certain that you want to be with me And by 100% certainty, I mean we've seen all the the green flags, the red flags. Now the trend is the beige flags. We've seen each other at a high. We've seen each other at a low. We've been through so much together. We've done more than enough together to know that I am 100% certain you, every version of you is the person that I want to be with and vice versa. So that goes with the reciprocation. But it's not only a matter of reciprocation it's a big emphasis on the hundred percent because you could be 80 percent sure and that could be reciprocated you could be 50 percent sure you could be 90 percent sure you could be 30 percent sure i'm talking 100 percent sure like in the face of temptation and all other things that approach us you'll never steer you'll never be swayed or as they say on love island your head won't be turned there's no doubt and there's nothing that can really pull you apart you're you're always going to gravitate toward each other you guys are like magnets toward each other 
And that's going to feel like soulmate energy. So that should be something big on your list. Soulmate energy. That should come before everything else. All of those simple things that we're looking for in a partner. Because guess what? You could want someone who has a certain criteria and checks a certain amount of boxes. But if it doesn't have that energy, that twin flame energy, that soulmate energy, that life partner energy, that ride or die energy, it's like not going to matter all the rest of the things. You could have been with somebody who maybe checked one less box, but the energy was there. Maybe you always thought you'd be with someone who had this sort of job or you thought you'd always be with someone who's really big into this or having this certain thing was always very important to you and it's always what you envision but then you meet someone that you have that energy with and it's like those simple things kind of go out the window I think energy like I said that life partner energy needs to be at the very top and I'm saying all of these things because we really have to think about that question say that you got ghosted by a guy you went on a couple dates with and you're super upset. Why are you so upset? Do you even like them? Let's really think about it. Are you really going to sit here and let that person ghosting you make you think that you're undateable when you haven't even really decided how you feel about them? You just want so bad someone to prove that you are dateable. You just want someone to give you the validation and the reassurance that you are dateable. And then the fact that they ghost you, you're like, I guess I'm not. I guess a relationship isn't for me. No, that's not true. Quite frankly, it says a lot more about that person than it does about you if they're ghosting you or if they're ending with you without giving you a good reason or if they're just so immature that they're afraid of commitment and they won't commit not only to you, but they won't commit to anybody. It says so much more about them than it does about you. So all of those things that I'm talking about when we really dig beneath the surface Those things are a two-way street. So why I say it's important to really identify how you feel about that person is because no one is just going to feel that way about you. A mutual energy needs to be there. It's like we want so bad to be wanted and desired and valued and all that stuff. But if it's not a 100% mutual energy, then it's really not going to, to happen. It's not going to be there. Alignment needs to be there alignment needs to be on your list of what you want and you don't really have that true alignment if you don't even really know somebody or know how you feel about somebody you're just craving the need to be needed right alignment needs to be on your list of what you want and what you need and what you're looking for way before things just like a good job and good morals people think oh my list of desires in a partner they're not surface level I don't care about just looks or I don't care about just a job I don't care about his exact income dollar amount I care about deeper things I care about his values and I care about his beliefs and blah 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 yet they get disappointed when it doesn't work out with a guy they went out with twice They get their hopes up over any guy that gives them attention. They start imagining 
the future and planning out the future with any guy after one or two dates. So how deep do you think you're really getting? How can you know someone past the surface in only a couple of hours spent with them? You're getting your hopes up. You're getting so excited about any guy who throws you a bone. And then when it doesn't work out with them, you're defeated. You feel terrible. You feel low. You feel undateable. This fear of being alone comes over you. And then at the same time, you're also like, but I'm not surface level. I don't care just about looks or things like that. Girl, it's still the surface if you only know someone on the surface and you're this hung up over it. It is still the surface. You might tell each other things and you could get super deep and have like heart to heart conversations and all that for four hours, five hours, six hours. I don't care. But if it's only a couple times you've met or a couple phone calls that you've had and you've had these deep conversations, that's still not getting to know someone beneath the surface because getting beneath the surface is to be seen, not heard. So when you go on a date, or two dates, or you do a couple phone calls, and you're just talking to each other, you're hearing what they say, but they want to show you the best version of themselves. They want to tell you what they believe in. They want to tell you what they love, what they hate, what they're passionate about. They want to tell you all the best parts of them. And just like make sure that's all out on the table. Because they're giving you their representative, okay? So this is who I want you to see me as this is what I want to make sure you know about me these are all my green flags all my best qualities whatever of course they're not gonna get on a first date with you and be like yeah so things didn't work out with my ex because I cheated on her or I wouldn't commit to her or I was really narcissistic or I was really manipulative no one's gonna do any of that right so everyone is telling you all the good things but you need to see them in action you need to see their heart not listen to them tell you about their heart you need to see with your own eyes how they feel about themselves and their outlook on life based on just witnessing them doing life based on watching how they treat people how they talk to people their their demeanor the way that they talk when they're not really like paying attention like do they talk so negatively or and I don't mean like directly to you but just in general like oh this sucks everything sucks like are they a negative person or a positive person do they talk highly of themselves or low about themselves and not when they're in an interview style like just generally speaking when you're catching when you're watching someone on a day-to-day basis and you're seeing them in action so seeing someone in action over time is how you'll actually know and decide if you like that person because now you're getting beneath the surface so we can't we got to stop giving strangers that much credit and stop giving strangers The power to decide whether or not we are dateable, okay? Because you getting upset that a guy ghosted you that you hardly know is really, really questionable. You're really giving strangers way too much credit 
and way too much power. Now that we've covered that, I'm going to tell you something that was told to me about two years ago. And it was a really hard pill to swallow. But also an interesting perspective to think about when I really like slept on it and thought about it. But it didn't click with me right away. And I don't think it's going to click with you guys right away either. Especially for the girls who are really feeling down right now. If you're really feeling that fear of being alone, that fear of being undateable, this one is going to hurt. And up front, it's going to feel like, oh, hell no. Nope. That no, 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 no. That can't be me. I won't allow that to be me. I refuse for that to be me. That's how I felt at first. It's like a defensive, like, yep, nope, no, 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 no. I will never let that happen. But then I really, really thought about it. And I was like, okay. I actually respect and appreciate this perspective. So first, let's keep something in mind. Okay, before I even say all this, let's keep something in mind. We are still young. (laughs) In our 20s, in our 30s, we are still young. We are not as old as we think we are. I'm 28 and I think all the time that I'm super old. But we are not, I promise, not as old as we convince ourselves that we are. Maybe we all hoped to be married by 25 years old. But if that is just not how the cookie crumbles and if that is just not how life works out for us, it doesn't mean that we're old by 28 or 29. Oh, I thought I was going to be married by 25. Now I'm 28, 29 and I'm super fucking old. No, that that's not true. It doesn't mean that. It just means that our timeline didn't go according to our plan. We don't like stop at 25 and then after like being young at 25 and then a couple years later we're instantly old. Like, that's that's truly not the case. It just means that our timeline didn't go the way that we thought that it would. And that's it. It does not mean that after 25, you go from being young and hot and cool and ready to get married and ready to pop out some babies. So then a year and two years and three years later, we're like decrepit old people might as well just lay down and die. No, does not mean that at all. Okay. Spring is coming, the sun is setting later and later each day, and I just did a massive spring cleaning to reset, starting in the kitchen with my caraway cookware. I just got all my pots and pans reorganized, and I'm getting all my new recipes together to ease out of those winter dinners. There's no better feeling than a fresh start. With so many collections to explore, there's sure to be a caraway for every kind of cook. I now have a white and a black ceramic set. There's even stainless steel, squareware, and bakeware too. And all sets come with complimentary, easy access storage solutions to keep the kitchen tidy. I had some empty space in the corner of my kitchen counter, so I just stacked one of my caraway sets with the organizers and the aesthetic is just chef's kiss. No pun intended. And not only do they fit perfectly in my kitchen, but they're non-toxic, so they fit my healthy lifestyle habits too. So visit carawayhome.com slash for the girls to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash for the girls or use code for the girls at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. 
Girls, did you know nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? I'd say most of us are guilty of being in that percentage. And sometimes it's not even easy to cancel those subscriptions that you do remember because a company makes you jump through hoops to find the cancellation button. Thanks to Rocket Money, you'll see just how many subscriptions you're paying for each month and they'll make it that much easier for you to cancel too. Between streaming services, fitness apps, and delivery services, it's never ending. But now I'm no longer wasting money on the ones I forgot about or letting them linger because it's too time consuming to cancel. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's all about the convenience for me. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, giving me a clear view of my expenses. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money helps me cancel. And if you don't want to cancel, Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lowering your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash for the girls. That's rocketmoney.com slash for the girls. Rocketmoney.com slash for the girls. And another thing that I would like to also make clear, again, before I say my thing I need to say, but generally speaking, being single at that age, at 28, 29, also doesn't mean that we're going to die alone either. So when I say what I need to say, like, I'm not insinuating at all that we are bound to be single because we're not married by 28 or 29. You could be hopelessly single at 36 and meet your soulmate at 37 and go on and have two kids, three kids. Like I've seen it happen. You could have never in your life had a serious relationship by 40 years old. And then at 41, you meet the love of your life. You meet your husband. And so on and so forth. Okay, I'm sure you could go on and on and on and upwards. But I just needed to preface this with saying that no, you're not old at 28 or 29. And no, you're not bound to be single forever if you still are at 28, 29. Okay. So now that I got that all out there, the perspective that was told to me was you only have one life to live we only get one chance as we know on this earth so if you're single throughout your entire lifetime you have to love your life anyway so yeah even if you die alone even if you never get married never have kids never meet your man you have to love your life no matter what If you are still, if you're just always obsessing over a relationship and you're so depressed about not having one, if you are so obsessed with the idea of being married that it makes you super depressed to not be married, guess what? You're leading a miserable life. Because you're miserable, you're leading a miserable life. And guess who the most undateable people are? are miserable people 
You know those people that you're like, oh, they're miserable. I could never be with that person. We don't even realize that when we are so hyper fixated on something that it makes us super miserable, we are also miserable people. And everyone has this fear of being undateable, but without realizing if you don't love your life, you're making yourself undateable. If that's a choice at that point, you're not undateable because you're super passionate and hyper and excited about things. And you're not undateable because you love weird things and you may eat foods that are questionable or you may do something weird or have weird hobbies or something that's super bizarre or abnormal. That does not make you undateable because guess what? There's someone for everyone. Everyone has abnormal things that they enjoy or weird things that makes them happy or they may do gross things every now and then or they may get super hyper and super annoying and super excited and super passionate and all the crazy things that we convince ourselves that we are oh I'm so this I'm so that none of that will ever make you undateable because there's always like the perfect amount of weird and crazy and cuckoo in everyone But what does make somebody a red flag or undateable is leading a miserable life. So if you're like, oh, but I'm not miserable. I want a a relationship so bad. I want to be married so bad, but I'm not miserable over it. I'm not miserable over it. Sure, you might fake a smile. You might put on a brave face and you think that people are falling for it. And you might be convincing yourself of it. But people will see right through you. If deep down... You're so hyper fixated on not wanting to be single that you hate your life because of it. And again, it might not be as clear in black and white of like, oh, but I don't hate my life. Yeah, but if you are unhappy with the fact that you are single because you want to be married so bad or you want to be in a relationship so bad, then you really don't love your life because being single is your life. That is who you are at this point in time in your life. So you're basically saying, I don't like or love my life. You have to lead your life with being okay with being single. Not with a fear of being alone. Especially, especially if you want to up your chances of meeting someone. Because that's how you attract people. Being a woman who loves life, loves herself, loves her life, is being a woman who is easier to love. So hating being single means Hating a version of yourself and hating your life, hating your lifestyle. If I hate being single, then I hate the single version of myself and I hate the single lifestyle that I am leading, right? So you're making yourself harder to love when you don't love everything about your life and when you don't love everything about yourself because love attracts love. We are mirrors. Everything we receive in life is a mirror. So when we attract low energy, we are probably more likely putting out low energy. So you might think, like I said, that you're putting on this brave face and people are falling for it, but everyone has like a vibration, like a frequency that they're vibrating at. 
So when you are operating on like a fake energy, a putting on a smile type of energy, with or without realizing or knowing, you are vibrating at a much lower frequency and that's going to stick and that's going to resonate and then that's what you're going to receive back. So just remember that what you put out is what you get back and the more you love your life, the more love that you will attract and receive. And and I get it. I mean, you might want love so, so, so bad. And that's a good thing to desire love, to want love, to want a partner. You really might have such good intentions in wanting that. And that's perfectly fair, perfectly fine, perfectly valid, perfectly understandable. But what you need to realize is that you're equally closed off to love at the same time if you have this resentment toward being single because now your lack of self-love is preventing you from calling love into your life altogether. So you might really want love, but you have a resentment toward a version of yourself, the version that you are right now. And then because of that, you're actually just as closed off to love as you are to wanting it. So it is very counterproductive. So now thinking about that perspective, like I said, what if you never meet someone? What if you never get married? What if you never have kids? What if for the rest of your entire life, you're single? What are you going to do? And I know, like I said, that's a really hard pill to swallow and a really tough perspective, but... It was just offered because I don't remember how exactly the context was, but it was at a point where the conversation was really about just like this singleness taking a toll on someone. And it was Crystal who I have interviewed on here once before a while back. And she was like, yeah, but so what if you stay single for the rest of your life? What, what would you do? You're not going to die over it, right? You have to keep living your life and you can't live a life of misery. So when you think about it, really think about that question. How would you live your life? Would you never see the world because you planned on doing all of that travel with a partner? Like, oh, well, I'll never go to Greece because I wanted to save that to do that for my honeymoon. Okay, well, what if you don't get married and don't go on a honeymoon? You'll never go to Greece. Oh, well, I didn't want to go to Paris because it's the city of love and I always want to do that with a partner. Okay, so you'll never go to Paris? Would you never do certain things because you were saving them all to do with a partner? What if as time goes on, you never have that desired partner would you just do nothing or would you give yourself every experience possible and fill up your life with happiness from all different places rather than leaving yourself with what ifs and regrets and too lates and thinking that happiness only comes from one place You can't live like that. Happiness comes from so many areas of life. And guess what else comes from so many areas of life? Love. I don't feel like we value love enough that comes in different forms aside from romantic. 
whether it be family, whether it be friends, whether it be a career, coworkers, pets, like literally anything. There is so much love and happiness in so many areas of the world and of our lives that when you only value romantic love, you're leading such a negative-minded life. Your outlook on life is so scarce. You have such a scarcity mindset. Why do you think I always talk about an abundant mindset? As someone who's mostly been single in their 20s, I still lead such a life of abundance even with a deep desire for marriage and love and kids. I mean, everyone who knows me knows that I want like a bajillion kids. Of course I do. I always have and I always will. But I still live such a fulfilled life. I mean, I get on this show every week giving you guys advice on how to be more abundant, how to love your life, how to be more confident, how to have more self-love. And this is from someone who would like be able to say they're on the same page as you. For those of you who are saying, I'm in my late 20s and I'm not married and I just feel this and I want kids and I'm so sad and whatever. Like I could completely be on the same page as you are. But I have mastered the mindset that there's so much more love aside from romantic love and there's so much more happiness aside from just a romantic partner. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I know I'd always squeeze in a nap when I could, but what about you? Exercise, calling your parents, finishing that book you started. We're always wishing we had more time, but do we know what for? If time was unlimited, how would you spend it? The key to being able to answer that question is to know what's important to you and prioritize it. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can make more time for it. And that's what BetterHelp is here for. BetterHelp can help guide you through all of life's challenges and encourage you to become the best version of yourself. Therapy doesn't only have to be for those who've experienced major trauma. It can even be just figuring out what matters most to you in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, BetterHelp is the perfect place to start. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient and flexible. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And best of all, you can actually switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you feel like you want to find someone better suited for you. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash ForTheGirls today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, slash for the girls life doesn't happen bi-weekly so why should payday the money you earn can be in your hands today with earn in earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to 100 dollars per day or up to 750 dollars per pay period just download the earn in app and verify your paycheck then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I've been doing a huge spring cleaning wardrobe reset, so I know I'd use the money I got from earning on my shopping spree. I think according to Girl Math, that would somehow make this like a free shopping spree. I don't know. I don't make the rules. But make earning a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like when I think about earn in I think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind download earn in today spelled e-a-r-n-i-n in the google play or apple app store when you download the earn in app type in for the girls under podcast when you sign up it'll really help the show 
for the girls under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. So you have to realize like, I don't want to live a life of regret and what ifs and too late. I'm going to live my life anyway and I'm going to do these things anyway. You have to live your life saying, I'm okay either way. I'll be happy no matter what because this is the only life I am blessed to live. I don't have a second chance. I don't have a do-over. We are so much younger than we think in our 20s. This is your prime to be doing all the things that you want to do. I am so blessed that over this past decade or so, maybe a little bit less, I have been so well traveled and I have built a career doing things I'm super passionate about and I have gotten to move a bunch of times and live in different cities and experience as much as I can possibly experience and do everything I've ever desired I mean shit as a kid I wanted to go on freaking tv and I went and I even did that I don't even know how that happened but I ended up on reality tv which is something I wanted to do since I was such a young age since I was in like I don't know eighth grade seventh grade watching the hills whatever age I was I'm like I want to be on reality tv high school college And I went ahead and did that. Everything I've ever wanted to do, I've done. So I know that I can't sit here and be like, well, I'm putting off everything I want in life because I'm waiting for a partner to do it all with. No, you have to be okay either way. That's how you call more abundance and more love into your life. When you live life in fear, You self-sabotage way more than you think, way more than you realize. Fear in general is so much more powerful than we know. Because guess how fear translates? 
anxiety. Do you realize where anxiety comes from? Fear. Anxiety is a fear-driven state. So the more fear you have around being alone, the more anxiety you'll have in dating. The more anxiety you'll have in dating, the more you'll self-sabotage and do all the things that you don't want to do, all the bad traits that you have, all the red flags that you have, you're going to do all that. The more you self-sabotage, the more you'll push people away. The more you push people away, the less likely you are to meet someone who's perfect for you. Why? Because you aren't being you. You aren't being your true self. You're being an anxiety and anxious version of yourself. So now you're less likely to meet someone who's perfect for you because they don't even see you as the true divine feminine woman that you are. They see you as a woman who is operating out of fear and anxiety and is self-sabotaging and doing all the things that she does not want to do. So you see how this cycle continues. You see how this cycle goes on and on and on. When your insecurity beams through like a dark ray of light, that might be an oxymoron, but I don't want to say a ray of light, but (laughs) when you have just this dark cloud hovering of insecurity beaming through, the real you hides. The divine, mature version of you is, the light is dimmed. It's hidden. So let's break the cycle. Let's break the cycle and let's embody true confidence, true acceptance of where we are in every stage of our lives and realize, of course, we're dateable. The best version of ourselves is always someone that's easy to love because you'll love that version of you. You have to love yourself no matter what your life looks like. And I know that might be easier said than done because you might really have this burning desire for a romantic relationship. But stop hyper fixating on it and feeling like it's a matter of if it's going to happen. No, it's a matter of when. When it happens, we don't know. But it will. Your time will come. Everyone's time will come. I know that I offered you a perspective on thinking about imagine being single for the rest of your life. But like I said, I don't think that you're doomed for being single. You just have to really consider that it's a possibility just because it is. Not because I think it'll happen, but just because anything is possible. So when you really understand that perspective and really let it resonate and really let it sink in, your fears start to feel just like, you know what, if I can't control this, I'm not going to get so worked up over it. You can only control what you can control. Other than that, those things are not controllable. So your timeline, not controllable. What other people think about you, not controllable. What is controllable is you loving your life and making yourself easier to love. Because you are lovable, 
you are dateable, you are not doomed to be alone for the rest of your life, and you're so much younger than you think. Trust me. Now, with all of that being said, I have the perfect Dear Victoria submission for this topic. And for those of you who don't know, you could email me. My email is victoria dot, like a period, for the girls podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's victoria dot for the girls podcast at gmail.com. You could make the subject line Dear Victoria because I get tons of emails. So I want to just make sure that I get to all of my Dear Victoria submissions and send me whatever you need advice on, a situation or scenario or fight or relationship, whatever it might be that is bothering you and you just need a little bit of guidance. And I try to do one at the end of every episode. I just ask that you keep them as short and sweet as possible because if they're super long, they most likely won't be getting used because of course we have to do this in a timely manner. Now let's get into this one. Dear Victoria, I'm 19 years old and have absolutely zero dating experience whatsoever. I've never talked to anyone, I've never been kissed, never been on a date, never had a boyfriend, nothing. Most girls my age have been dating, whether serious or not, since middle school, and now that I'm in college, I feel even more behind when it comes to dating. I try not to compare my journey to other girls and trust that the universe has a plan for me but I still crave a relationship or that kind of attention sometimes. How could I begin to navigate dating even though I'm a late bloomer? Also, how could I do so without feeling uncomfortable due to my lack of experience? Well, first of all, I can totally understand. I did have boyfriends from a young age, but after my boyfriend and I in high school broke up, I really never had a boyfriend again. And in college, I definitely like hooked up with guys and had those sort of situations but I was never like in a relationship with someone and all of the girls always had boyfriends in college and it definitely made me feel behind because I was pretty much always single and everyone else always like had a guy consistently that they were with throughout the year so I can of course understand how you're feeling but here's what I will say I think your approach to dating right now, because of your question being like, how do I do this without feeling uncomfortable? I think your approach to really like getting more attention from guys is to befriend more guys and hang out with guys alone. Now that doesn't have to mean that this is your way of trying to hook up with tons of guys or get them to like you, but it's more so about getting comfortable in the presence of guys on an intimate setting, like one-on-one. So even if it's literally going to your freaking dining hall and doing nothing like special or nothing sexual, nothing crazy, it's just more about getting comfortable in the presence of a guy with nobody else around. And I want you to really approach it in a friend manner so that you can be yourself. Because I think when you're a young girl, and you're nervous, and you're excited, and you don't really like have much experience, you're going to be nervous around that guy because you're going to have expectations and thoughts in the back of your mind, or you kind of like convince yourself that you like a guy before you even really do like him. You're just going to basically 
give yourself butterflies from being nervous because you don't really know what's gonna come of it but approach it in such a friend way that you get to be completely yourself they get to be completely themselves and feelings might arise feelings might come up but this way the pressure is off because you're not approaching guys or you're not hitting on guys in a way that's trying to be your boyfriend you're just trying to give yourself that experience of spending more time with guys and getting comfortable hanging out with them so i definitely think your initial approach should be completely on a friend level but allow your heart to be open to more and if you feel like you really do like somebody one you're in college so you can like play the fields a little bit and maybe play a little games like see how they're feeling you want to test out the vibe whatever but two be vulnerable and be open for anything be open for rejection put yourself out there wear your heart on your sleeve and let people know how you really feel about them when you're sure of your feelings so that's why i say go into it with this like no expectations level because the pressure will be off you'll get to be your complete true self the same way that you are with your girlfriends and then if feelings develop in the midst of all that then you'll know like wow this was so much easier than i thought because of the way that i approached it And now I feel comfortable being completely honest with this person and letting them know that I am interested in them as more than a friend. But aside from that side of it, I also think being that you're in college, there's that young, fun, party side to it all where I'm sure you go out with your girlfriends on the weekends and you can get real comfortable upping your flirting game by flirting with literally strangers or guys that you're not friends with or maybe not the guy that you've had the biggest crush on just because you want to practice before you go there but a guy that you know there's like no love lost here it's kind of just like whatever make eye contact with him dance with him go up to him and have him get you a drink whatever it might be i mean i don't know kids are in college do they buy drinks for each other maybe you buy your own drink i don't really know the finances of it but at least go hang out by the bar and have a drink and have a conversation. I think that the making eye contact and whole body language thing is the best thing that you can do to get comfortable flirting because it doesn't require you to say anything. It's literally just making eye contact with someone and not breaking it. Let them break the eye contact. Let them come over to you because your eye contact invited them in. So let your eye contact show I'm friendly, I'm welcoming, you can come over to me, I'm good. And make sure that your body language is, because remember, your body language is communicating the words that you don't say. So make sure that your body language is open and you're not standing there on your phone. If I'm going to be honest with you, I loved the years that I was in college because this was pre-TikTok. We did have Snapchat, but like it wasn't that much of a social media some people just like took some snapchat videos but we were not on our phones at all 
when we were out. I used to leave my phone in my dorm room because we always went out with so many people and no one ever got separated. So why would I need my phone? Who am I going to talk to at 11 o'clock on a Friday night if I'm with all of my friends? So we never took our phones out. That was never a worry at all. And it just made everything so much better because your body language is up and alert. You're not looking at the floor. You're not looking at your phone. You're standing there with a drink, hanging out, socializing, talking to people. Even if you weren't drinking, you're just very present. So I really think having the most present body language that you possibly can is going to be really helpful for connecting with guys and flirting with guys. And then just dance. I mean, I don't know where you guys go out. When I went out with my friends in college, we danced. Like, we went to bars and clubs where you actually get up and dance. You don't just stand at the bar. So I think that that's a great way to do it. Grab a guy's hand, twirl him, make him twirl you, dance. Who even cares if you exchange names or not? Just get out there and realize that you have nothing to lose. Like I said, there's no love lost. And it just makes you feel a lot more comfortable with whether it be approaching guys and making the first move or having them approach you. And that side of things I think is going to loosen you up a lot more because I understand being uncomfortable and nervous making the first move in the sense of like actually going up to someone and speaking like having a conversation or approaching a guy asking for his number like that's all definitely (laughs) nerve-wracking so I don't think that you should go straight into the lion's den and do it like that I just think it's going to be all about eye contact and body language so those are the two things that I think you should do to get the ball rolling girl and that is all we have for today so like I said Email me a Dear Victoria submission to victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. And also want to make sure you all know that I have three coaching spots left for the summer. So for anyone who has been thinking about or is interested in doing coaching with me, let's get it going. Now is your chance. The link is in the show notes. The link is in my social media bios, TikTok, Instagram for you to inquire It's not some big contract or you're not like committing to anything just by filling out the form. You're literally going to fill it out so that I can read more about you and see if we would be a good fit for each other because I would never waste your time either. So I want to make sure that I'm the right mentor for you. You're the right client for me. And then we'll do a phone call and we'll have a 15 to 20 minute phone call going over all the details. I'll give you the full breakdown, go over pricing, payment plans I'll listen to more of your situation so you could tell me everything that you want to work on and I'll tell you all the ways that I can help you in that exact situation and we'll just have a nice little intro call and get all the details out there and then from there we get you started so if you have not yet inquired like I said you could find the link everywhere and fill out a form and if you have already inquired but haven't taken the plunge yet and signed up shoot me an email shoot me a text let's get it going i am so excited to work with three more of you over the next few months we got some big things coming and it's going to be an amazing 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 summer so that's all we have for today thank you girls so much for listening until next time girls Uh, mm. 
the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.